Hi, you probably don't know me, but I know you. You're the one struggling, but not telling anyone. You're the one smiling and believing that everything will turn out even though your heart hurts. And you're the one with a deep mind, but you wade in the shallows because it's safe. I'm Shay, and I'm here to help make you brave. Take a leap into the deep tools that can change your life when you face them. Come walk and talk with me down number five avenue and embrace the depths of life. Hey, Walkin' Talkers. Welcome back to the Ready to Be Unbound trilogy. I've missed you and I've thought of you so many times over the last few months. I know that so much has happened since we last spoke. I've come near to bursting to share this with you. So thank you for taking the moment to open up the deep parts of your heart for this conversation. If something makes an impact on you today, take a moment to reach out to me on Instagram at the Grace and Fire Legacy. Follow the podcast or the Instagram account to get updates when the new podcasts come out. I would love to stay in touch. Now, without further ado, here is Walk and Talk with Shay, hosted by the Grace and Fire Legacy. Hey, welcome to both new and current listeners. We are talking about question three today, but for those new here, I'll give a quick recap. In the last episode, Ready to be in bound part one, we talked about question one, what's hurting you? And question two, what is holding you back? This is a reflection of the heart that I pray will give you the keys to open up a freedom that you thought you would never know how to reclaim. Today we're talking about question number three What are you blaming on someone else that you need to get real and identify? Okay, so I know this is going to be a hard podcast to hear, so take it slow. If you need to pause and come back after some thinking, if you need to pause and come back after some thinking, don't hesitate to do what you need to heal your soul. Unbinding a heart that has grown accustomed to its cramped state often feels like squeezing and suffocation at first. But you have to take a breath of fresh oxygen to heal. You've got this, and you can do this. Remember, I will only ever talk about the things that I'm walking through with you. You're not alone. So, ready, set, let's go. We're talking about identifying yourself. And I've been listening to different books, and I took a lot of notes from The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. It's a great read. It's life-changing if you will take the time to read it. I recommend it 100%. So my takeaways were the true change that comes in your life is when you identify what you are right now. You identify what you're doing right now and you identify where you want to go. And another thing that I also picked up was a story that he talked about where he was saying how much 
of a, how much are you supposed to give in a relationship? And he got answers saying, you know, 50, 50, 60, 40, 80, 20. And he's just, no, no, that's not right. And he had one person say 100%. And he said, there you go. He said, it's 100, zero. And of course, you know, everyone was really quiet. And then he explained and he said, it's 100% your personal responsibility for your change. It's 100% your responsibility of what you put into a relationship. It's not 50-50 because then you're depending on what the other person gives you and then you feel entitled to what they are or, or not giving you and it becomes a struggle. He said, if you are depending only on yourself to fuel and help and give, then it all falls on you and you can grow that way. So what I'm going to recommend for you is I know every situation has two sides, but I'm going to ask you to look at your own heart for this. And this is what I had to do instead of saying, oh, I'm hurt because of this person or this situation came out because they did this to me. I'm going to ask you to take a look at your own heart and put yourself in all of those sentences and say, this happened because I did this, or this happened because I didn't protect myself in this way, or this happened because I saw these red flags, but I didn't pay attention to them. This happened because I just didn't give it my full effort or I didn't ask for help. This is going to be a hard podcast, but like I said, you can do this. Change can be encouraged by others, but it can only be implemented by you. So let's go. Let it go. Walk forward. My personal experience with this has been heart-wrenching. When you see all the things that you thought you were or you thought were stable, you see them come crashing to the ground, you lose pieces of yourself that you will never be able to pick back up again. And then there are residual pieces from these breakoffs that you have to get rid of manually. You have to pick it up and see it and decide, okay, I'm getting rid of this. I'm going to work on this. I'm not going to give up until I see progress in this. And that sometimes will cause a lot of pain in your life, but it's more painful to stay in those situations than it is to go. I don't know if that makes any sense. It will be hard to take that first sense, that first step, but once you take it, you will see a whole new horizon. So unless you decide to confide in God and define these hurtful experiences, you will not healthily move forward. You can move forward. Don't don't take me wrong on that. You can and you will move forward. But rest assured that the buildup in your life from these hurts will manifest later on in your life, in your relationships. It's just better to deal with it right now. So then we're just going to go ahead and have a chat and talk about this. Let's walk and talk. So I was recently listening to a video conference and the speaker, Kate Warman, was talking about taking your lamentations to God. I had only just begun expressing myself to God in the raw. And let me tell you, it is not easy uh, to let anyone see you as you 
are. It's easy to let people see you as you want to be seen. It's easy to put on a great face and say, oh, you know, yeah, we went through this and we're totally on the other side and brush it off. But to actually go back to all of those memories and walk back through them and say, yeah, that hurt. Or I felt completely broken. I felt like a loser. I felt like I was not worth anything and just give that to him or even things that you're upset about. God, why? Not taking him to task, but just showing him in your heart everything that you're feeling. It's a huge burden lifter, but I recommend it because if we can't go to God with everything, who can we go to? Our entire lives are centered around becoming one with him. And I believe taking your lamentations to him are your first step. So I also I always make sure to start my prayers with praise, with thanksgiving and worship, but I have found so much more peace when I'm completely raw and honest with God about how I'm feeling and what's going on in my life. I've come I'm coming to realize that holding back on God is a form of unbelief. And I'll say that again. Holding back on God is a form of unbelief. And unbelief is something that I can blame on no one but myself. We make the choice in a split second whether to trust God or to turn to ourselves for any solution opportune in the moment. I believe that when he says that the only way to God is to follow him, that he's completely, he's giving us our entire process of overcoming. We have to follow him. And I'll share a cute little thing. I used to believe in my childish mind that following him meant somehow mirroring exactly his, his lexicon, like how he spoke and how he carried himself, like not wearing the clothes that he wore, but I don't know, just this whole old timey feel. I don't know where that came from, but I realize now, of course, that it is so much more than that. It's so much more than just saying that we're following him. It's something that we have to become. It's something that one day we'll say we are. Something that as we are talking about these things, as we are expressing them and letting them out, we're renewing our minds in the pattern of his thinking. All those things that are breaking off or things that we are taking off and letting go of are part of the opening of our hearts so that we can pick up his way of thinking and change our lives. Following him is responding to any and every situation in the way that he would until it's just automatic to just respond exactly like he does. We're shining his light through our windows. Every single one of us is different. Even in the sight or the light that you're seeing through the window, it might be the same, but the window itself is different from any other window. Even if it looks the same, every material that's used to shape and hold that window is made from different components that come from different sources. Even if it's the same source or the same area, the ingredients that make the components come from all over the world. 
Does this make sense to you? Every single one of us is different. Christ shining through us is the same, but we are all made up differently. We all have different problems that obstruct the light. We all have to shine the way he wants us to. And that means we can't compare ourselves to anybody else. We can't keep waiting on someone else to make a move to apologize or anything like that. He's given us all the tools that we need for now to learn how to open up our hearts. So we can't keep saying, oh, my light's not shining like yours or why isn't my life right where yours is? Why don't I have the same amount of light that you do? We have to do it. We have to follow him the way he's given us to follow him. And it's not going to be easy. I've already told you this. We're not the same as anyone in our family. Even if you're a twin, even if you've walked the same exact path as far as living in the same place or hearing the same things you have different struggles of your personality you have different struggles of how you've taken things that people have said to you people have done to you you can't compare it to anything but you have to give it all to God and that's the only way that you can become unbound you have to give it up And I can't say that enough. You have to let go of fear. You have to go on with courage. And you have to walk with God. Friends, and I do mean friends, we all have the same journey. We may have different paths. But I'm asking you today, what is it in your heart that you've got to identify? What is it that you're going to have to be weak in before God to be able to pull all those details out so that he can wash you clean and give you back your garment and say, okay, let's do this. Let's follow him. Let's pick up the cross and keep going. What are those things? I just want to tell you, it's never too big for him. And it never will be too big for him. So let it go. Get down. Get weak. And follow him. Friends, thank you for walking with me today. I admonish you, be brave and bold. Be open enough to be weak before God. Show him and tell him where you're hurting. Get real with God. I promise you, he will change your life. You're going to make it through. You're going to make this first step. If you have to listen to this podcast seven times if you need to, do it until you can get down on your knees and tarry to reach the hem of his garment. He never runs out of strength. So never run out of humility and weakness before him. You're going to hear well done if you'll first say, Lord, I'm the one that needs help.
I hope our time together has encouraged you. If you think of someone that needs to hear this podcast, please share it. This podcast's sole purpose is to touch the heart. You've been walking and talking with Shay, and I just want to admonish you to boldly be brave. Thank you.